Hello, podcast listeners. This is Eric from Eric and Michelle and the What He Said, She Said podcast. Today will be episode three, and Michelle and I will be going over online dating terms and lingo. This is part one of two, and welcome to the show. How is everyone doing this evening? This is Eric from the Eric and Michelle podcast, or What He Said, She Said. And tonight we're going to talk about online dating terms. And and it's always interesting. There are things that seem to pop up in the online dating world that, you know, it's a lingo that some lingo that you might not have heard about. And then you do a Google search and it pops up in the Urban Dictionary and it gives you a little more info. And we came across this really interesting uh, guide to online dating terms and lingo. And, you know, one of the first things that came across is uh, the word bot. Like, what is a bot? And and since most people are fairly technologically savvy, it seems that we know what most bots are. But bots are, are sometimes fake accounts that the actual app or the website set up to kind of lure you in to subscribe. And unfortunately, these fake accounts, so say you set up your, your free account and you start getting you start getting a few people interested in you. So maybe they're throwing you a like or maybe they're throwing you a message. And sometimes what you're actually getting is a bot that's actually communicating with you that's through the website. So they're the the whole thing with the websites or the apps is they're trying to entice you to become a subscriber. And one of the things that they do is all of a sudden you have two messages, three messages, you have four likes. Then, then you know, you go back to it the next day and like, oh my God, I have seven messages now and I have 20 likes. And in order, in order to see any of those, you have to become a subscriber. Uh oh. Hello, Michelle. Hello. I was just. I I am. I thought you. I thought you walked away. I, I'm just going through the general description of a bot and talking about how when you first sign up on a free account. You get, you start getting messages, you start getting likes, you start getting people looking at your profile. And sometimes, sometimes these websites and apps aren't, aren't exactly being 100% genuine. A lot of times these are bots that are designed to get, you know, the new singles on the site uh, for, to subscribe. And, and I mean, I, I can recall many times where I signed up for a site just to just so I can kind of look around to see, you know, what kind of people are out there. And like the next thing I know, I have two messages. The next day I have seven messages. I have <laughs> 20 likes. And you're just like going, God, like, why am I so popular? I haven't really written a whole lot about myself. And maybe I only have one or two pictures to start because I'm not even really sure if this is a, a site or an app that I want to use. And next thing you know, I'm Mr. Popular. Next thing so, you know, you're whipping I, out your credit card. Let's be honest. <laughs> next thing you know, you're looking, you're looking for the bank card going, gee, I didn't realize I was so stunningly good looking. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that happened, I think, on fitness singles for me because I didn't sign up for that right away. That's why when I actually did sign up for it, I didn't have my profile fully done. Um, so... All right, let's go on. Benching. What the heck is benching? Benching. It says, this happens when you meet someone you like, but you're not quite sure if they have true dating <laughs> potential. So you text them just a little bit a little bit here and there to keep them interested while simultaneously keeping your options open. Well, interesting. So it's like having two pictures and you got your, <laughs> you well, got I, your starter. And your closer, maybe? Yeah, well, I think that's also very close to, like, uh, breadcrumbing, you know, where, you know, <laughs> you, you just, you know, which is another term. Breadcrumbing is another term. Where you, 
you just send them a text message every once in a while, like, like, Hey, how's it going? What, what are you up to this weekend? And then you message them back and maybe you don't hear it for a day or two. And then they're like, Oh, I happen to be in Lake Havasu water skiing all weekend. <laughs> you know, it's like, but they, they, they're not, it's like, that's when I think you're like, third or fourth in the lineup you know (laughs) breadcrumbed yeah they went to lake havasu with they went to lake havasu with the guy who's number one and you might be number two three or four you know you know when the the guy goes to the bathrooms he's like you know throwing you throwing you a selfie from the river just to kind of keep you interested (laughs) you know it's just it's always it's like all these different sites just definitely have uh a different modus operandi it's never it's never always so straightforward and simple but oh you know i i, I try to make mine as uncomplicated as possible but like oh. I, don't, I don't know if... Check, i'm, I'm looking ahead. at the i'm looking at the next one about bumble <clears throat> because i didn't know that bumble was actually free and i saw that when i signed up that you could pay so i paid for it and my t- my daughter goes, Mom, you paid for Bumble? I'm like, yep, yep, I paid for Bumble. But Bumble actually says you can put it on there for BFF, uh, finding new friends, or Biz for networking. I didn't know that. Maybe that's I should get new, on there for my gym. That's a, for my yeah, gym. that is a new feature. That's a new feature. Um, that's a new feature. Well, yeah, because Bumble is it's an interesting thing. Bumble utilizes where you are at that moment. You know, so, you know, you're, you're in uh, Orange County at the beach. And so if someone is on Bumble and say they set their, their radius to 10 miles or 15 miles, you know, and then they just happen to be going to the beach that day. And then you both just happen to get on Bumble at the same time. I always look at Bumble at the very bottom, it says where someone lives versus like where they are at that moment. The only creepy side to Bumble is if, if you don't turn the location services off on Bumble, they can see what city you're in at that moment. Hmm. Yeah, that's creepy. And so, yeah. So say you're texting someone and say you're communicating to them through Bumble and like, oh, hey, yeah, I'm in San Diego. And then he goes into Bumble and looks at your profile like, hmm, gee, uh, this says you're in Newport Beach. <laughs> that, yeah, well, that is, that is a little creepy. Um, it is a little I, creepy. And I, I, don't, I always tell people when they go to Bumble, especially if they're a female, uh, just because my background is, is in technology security, is turn the location services off on some of these applications so that it, like a bumble, like if as long as they can see that you live in Huntington Beach or Newport Beach, it's like okay, they should use that as their guide, not necessarily where you're at. It's yeah. like, unfortunately, sometimes I'm down in Orange County all the time, and I remember when I was using Bumble, I would open the app and it's like, wow, all these really cool women, and I didn't realize, oh yeah, they're all at the beach, they all live there. Oh, that's funny. And yeah, so that was kind of an interesting twist. Well, I like. So I paid. I, like, I paid for Bumble. I don't think I got. You're the one. I don't so think you're, I went you're out the one person. You're the one person <laughs> who paid for it. Yeah, <laughs> but it didn't get me anywhere because I don't think I ever actually. I, I probably should have tracked. I probably should have well, done some data analysis, but I did not. Let's just say I'm pretty sure I didn't go on a date with anybody from Bumble. I, All right, I, catfishing. I, catfishing. I, I've heard about catfishing. Oh and yeah. I know somebody that was catfished. Oh yeah. That's crazy. I mean, well, I mean, this is I don't I've never talked to you about this, but there was a time where I worked uh for the Fortering Fraud Division at the Sheriff's Department. So and this is this is like kind of pre internet days. And so yeah, catfishing is catfishing is very interesting. And there's been a couple of times where um, I've been catfished, but I was never going to ever give them any money. I was just kind of seeing, like, I was just kind of seeing how, how deep down the rabbit hole they would go. 
And That's so crazy. One of the ones that was really interesting was this this woman who lived at the beach, and she happened. And this is actually a very common catfish, whether it's a male or a female at the other end. And she happened to be a female at the other end. And she goes, yeah, I'm in the oil business. I'm in the oil business. And right now I'm on an oil platform off the coast of California, cutting a deal with an oil company for drilling rights. And I'm like, wow, that sounds exciting. And so she's sending me pictures of her on the oil platform. And wow. Yeah. Again, she's catfishing me. So, and, and, and I know where this is going. And then she even sent me a picture of a $12 million check. So she was, she was paying, she was, she was paying this company $12 million to get the sole rights for drilling in, on this one oil platform. Wow. And, and of course, I know exactly what is coming next. And so, and so they, 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 they're, they're setting everything <clears throat> up. You know, oh, I, I'm on this oil platform off the coast of California. I'm working for this company and we're cutting a deal. We're cutting a deal with this, this oil drilling co and oh my god look i have a 12 million dollar check you know in my name made out to this oil company and here's always the catch and then you get the you get the message from them like oh my god i i i didn't realize this i'm just 50k short they want another 50k in order, in order to seal the deal. Well, isn't and, that like that, um, that the show, um, Tinder, what was it? Tinder? The Tinder Swindler. Tinder Absolutely. Swindler. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was doing, yeah, he was doing something very similar, but there's absolutely zero chance that I'm ever going to meet this person because A, the person doesn't exist. Right. You know? She doesn't exist in the form that she's promoting to me. And so right. she, she goes the whole thing of like, is there any chance you can wire me $50,000? I promise. I promise. When I get back to Santa Monica, when I get back to Santa Monica, I'll pay you back plus an extra 10K just for the inconvenience. And I always say to myself, how many people does she have on the hook for the right. scam? That's and how crazy. many how many of them because we saw on Tinder Swindler, you saw the show, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, I saw it too. I mean, that one girl, I felt horribly sorry for her. She's taking out twenty thousand dollar loans and yeah. sending it to this guy and opening you know, gold and platinum cards and he's maxing them out in two days or three days and blowing through the money. And, and basically he was doing the, I'm going to rob Peter to pay Paul. So he was, he was taking money from this girl to impress another girl who he's trying to scam again. Yeah. He and had so, it going on. And so, <laughs> yeah. And so when this woman asked me for the money, I just, I kind of laughed and I said, like, absolutely, absolutely not absolutely not i go there's no way there's no way in hell i'm sending you any money and then she tried a second time she tried a third time and then poof gone Mm. so i actually have i actually have a friend who is part of our cycling group and okay and this actually happened to her on a on a more micro level so anytime you have someone who's catfishing you many times you're never going to actually meet that person in person because who they're selling to you doesn't exist. That Mm. person doesn't exist. The woman, the the attractive woman on the oil platform with the hard hat, she doesn't exist. It's some, some dude in some foreign country who's trying to scam 20 or 30 guys at the same time with the same, with the same line. Yeah. That's crazy. We had this one woman in our cycling group, and she actually rode out of a, out with a group in Chino, and we we rode together a few times, and she knew she knew that my my background was in technology, mm-hmm. and thankfully she called me, 
I'm not going to say her name, um, but thankfully she called me and she said, you know, I met this guy online. And I said, okay, well, what application did you, did you meet them on? And it was on fitness singles actually. And I said, Oh, okay. And then she, and I, and I went down all the little fitness singles questions with her and I go, when it came to your income, what did you put? Because I know she's very well off. Mm -hmm. And she goes, I put 250 K plus. Oh my God. A never really reveal your income, but definitely don't tell people you're making a quarter million plus a year. Yeah. Right. Because that's going to attract the wrong kind of person to you. And so they ended up going out on like two or three dates and then he drops the bombshell on her. Again, he's met, they have met, they've gone out on a couple of dates. They like each other. And, and he comes up with this weird innocuous number. He says, Oh my God, my daughter is ill and she needs a surgery. And oh. I just need, I think it was either 16 or $32,000. I can't rem- wow. remember, but it's like, I need $16,000 and she can get the surgery. And this person is such a kind hearted person. She's like, she was like ready to give it to him. And I, and I'm, I'm sitting there talking to her and I'm like rubbing my head going, Oh no. Like, Oh no, she's, she's being catfished. And, and so what happened was I said to her, I go, okay, this is what's going to happen. I go, I know you. And she is a very Christian woman. And she, she doesn't like to lie. And I said, okay, you're gonna have to lie to him first off. Uh-huh. You're gonna have to tell him that all you're gonna have to tell him that all your money is in a trust and that you only get a allowance every month and that allows you to pay your mortgage and your car and have a little extra money. So you don't have access to sixteen thousand dollars. And and she's like, Oh, I really don't like lying to people. I go, in this case you're gonna have to. And mm. I go and I go, and he's gonna he's gonna ask you for the money once, he which he's already done. He's gonna ask you for the money two times, and then he's gonna ask you for the money maybe three times. And after the third time, when you say no, I can't get you the money, he's gone. You're never gonna see him again. That's so crazy. And then and then they go, and or the alternative is you give him the sixteen thousand dollars. And you're never going to see him again. Mm. And then she goes, wait, both those scenarios have me never seeing him again. I go, that's correct. He's scamming you. Sure enough, she said <clears throat> no once. She said no twice. Third time, poof. The guy just like super ghosted her and like never heard, never heard from him again. Because it was like he was only after one thing. He was after, he was after a quick score. He was after cash. Mm. So, which is really terribly. Have you ever had someone say that they're one thing and then they end up being something completely different? Mm, Other than what we talked about before, like not really saying how tall they were or what their age was. But no, I never had anybody catfished. I know, I know a girl that did though. I don't know the whole story, but that's kind of crazy. You're you're tall, so. Uh, a man's height is probably important to you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. A little bit. So, yeah. Right. So I always, uh, I'm six foot three and I always get, are you really six foot three? Or are you like five eleven, saying you're six foot three? I'm like, well, if you look at all my photos, I'm always in the back row for a reason. Because I'm funny. tall. <laughs> I'm really tall. Uh-huh. <laughs> You know, and so yeah, I actually have one friend and she's all of five feet tall and she introduces me as her giant friend. Her giant friend. Yeah. Tall and, and tall I remind, I, I'm, I'm not a giant. I'm I'm six foot three. I go, it's just that you're five feet tall. <laughs> oh, too funny. So all right. So I'm I'm on I, to the next one already. How about catch and release? I never heard this term before. So I didn't either. So this is a term typically applies to hooking up a one night stand with someone you don't have a strong emotional attachment to and whom you expect to metaphorically release back into the dating (laughs) pool or someone else to hook up with. 
That's terrible. Okay, that's that's catch and release. I I catch and was release. not I was not familiar with that term. Have you ever heard that one before? Nope, but I could see that's just what some people are into, catch and release. Just next. Well, um, this one I actually ran into about a month or so ago. Someone had sent me a message and said, I'm into ENM. And oh. I actually had to, many times when I do the Google search on a lot of these dating terms, I, did, I usually just go straight to the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> because because if it's, a, if it's a, a, an abbreviation like that, it can have a lot of different meanings. But if you go to the Urban Dictionary, usually it's giving you what the slang term is. So uh, CNM and ENM, these are acronyms that stand for consensual non-monogamy or ethical non-monogamy, which basically <laughs> means you're agreeing to have a relationship with someone. But if you decide to have a relationship with someone else, that's eh, okay. <laughs> Oh, how about the next one? Coffee? Coffee meets bagel. Hold on. You mentioned this one to me. Yeah, coffee coffee meets bagel uh, originally was, it was one that I signed up for, God, quite a long time ago. And it, it was originally started by, I think, two or three Asian, Asian professional women. And, oh yeah, here it is, Three Sisters. Uh, it's a dating app that was, it sounds like you're shuffling papers, Michelle. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> oh, um, I had to get up and make my, my bedtime tea and never mind. <laughs> Onward. Okay. So Coffee Meets Bagel is an application. It's one that I've actually used and it was created by three sisters and it generally attracts singles looking for more serious relationships. Now, I, the one thing that I noticed at, on this particular application more than anything is I'd say that at least half of the women that would be sent to me as, my goodness gracious, what are you doing? What? Can you hear that? Yes. How do I block absolutely. that noise? <laughs> I'm just trying to you make to, my tea. You have to turn the mic off. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. I am not technically savvy. Anyway, go ahead. Oh my I'm, God. I'm, I'm okay. heating my water. This we'll have to have an like, offline what, on this. What's, what's next? Oh my God. Don't <laughs> tell me you're going to get on the treadmill. You're not going to get on the treadmill and start running. I won't go into the bathroom. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> anyway. All right. That's okay. For any, for any guy, for any guy out there, I'm telling you, that is one of my big things that I do. I was like, I will not take a phone call with someone who I'm trying to date into the bathroom. <laughs> that's, that's no fun. That's no I know. Fun. I, will go, right. I, will, I will go, okay, I need to use the restroom. I'll call you back in five minutes. And they're like, why? I go, I have to go to the bathroom. I'm not taking the phone into the bathroom with me. Well, you that's know. no fun. All right, yeah, next. No, it's no, it's no fun. <laughs> Oh, well. Cuffing season. <laughs> yeah. Cuffing oh, season. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Co I didn't finish with coffee meets bagel. So, oh. yeah, coffee meets bagel. I like I like the application. As a man, I seem to match with uh, a lot of Asian women. Don't have a problem with that. Uh, because it was started by three, I think, Korean sisters. And there seems to be a larger pool of Asian women maybe there's asian men on there too so if you're very attracted to asian men and women coffee meets bagel might be a good place for you to go huh. so so just All just right. a, just a heads up on that one just a heads up on that one yeah this cuffing. one i never this one i never cuffing heard about season yeah i never heard about cuffing season well so, it kind I, of it kind of goes along with like um like uh christmas when <laughs> when you when you either do or do not want to have a significant other or um when summer rolls around and that Possibly. was down further we'll get there i think we'll i think there. we're lucky that we don't have depressing winter months here in southern california i mean 
it, it gets Let's down call to it mildly. Yeah. <laughs> I say we get cold spells, you know, and then it and it rains what like fifteen days out of the year, maybe. I don't know, man. December stunk this year. I did not enjoy all the rain that we had. I'm very spoiled that was, now. That was nothing. Three or four years ago, we had like we had like fifteen days of rain in one month. You know, mm-hmm. and it was, and but we need we need rain. We need it because we have a severe drought situation here. So anyway, the whole, the, the whole the whole thing is, it's the cold, lonely, depressing winter months don't seem as long as when you're in a relationship, which is why early fall to late winter is also often called the cuffing season. You're metaphorically handcuffing yourself to someone in the short term, and expected to free yourself come spring. That's pretty well, funny. Well, I think cuffing season probably also coincided with the COVID pandemic. Mm, I think a lot yeah. of people, I think a lot of people, when the pandemic hit in earnest in March of 2020, like by that spring and summer, I think a lot of people were like coupling up with people and saying, hey, you and me, you and me are together during this whole thing. And then... <laughs> When they got, you're in my bubble. You're in, you're in my bubble. You know, I need, I need to have, I need to have a a makeout buddy. (laughs) And so, and so when they got to 2021 or 2022, they're like, man, why am I with you again? You know, it's like, oh yeah, that's right. We stayed together because of COVID. (laughs) You know, either, either you're pro-vax or anti-vax. It's like, we're going to, we're going to be in this one together. Yeah, yeah. Right? wow. What can you do? All right, moving on. Curve. I've never heard this Dating. one either. I Dating either. slang for rejection. It's when someone turns you down when you ask them out or standing you up on a date. You just got you curved. Just got curved. I, I've heard of ghosted, but I haven't heard of curved. Have you ever had someone stand you up? No. Mm-mm. I've never had it happen either. I usually I've do. Had, a, I, I've had cancellations last minute. You know, one time, this is no joke. One time I was getting ready to go out on a first date with someone. And I, I'm literally getting ready to drive down to Orange County. And I get a phone call, frantic phone call from my niece. And she's at work. And my mother just fell and broke her ankle. Oh, no. And then I'm like, oh, my God. Like, like, where is she? And they took her to an urgent care. And so I had to. And, I, and I'm sure she thought, oh, God, this guy is making this shit up. He's like, like, he, oh, yeah, you're at the urgent care with your mother who just broke her ankle, which I really was. And I was like, you know, I'm going to have to make it up to you because I'm going to I'm going to be here for a few hours. And yeah, I that was the only time I've ever had to cancel on someone at the last minute. But I've never. Ooh. I mean, usually I've had a few conversations with people before we actually get to a point of, you know, going out on a date. I don't know. Has that been your experience? Yeah, pretty much. You do a little bit, a little bit of vetting. A little bit of vetting. Unless it's like the, I think the very first time, this is terrible, but it was my first time dabbling and I'm like, all right, well, my best friend's out of town. Let's see. I'm going to have a date Friday night, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, and Sunday afternoon. And I did it. It was my first time on any date. And I just banged it all out. It was actually kind of fun. But you I was exhausted. You had, four, you had four dates in 48 hours? <laughs> four dates in 48 hours. Yep. Yeah. That oh, was, my God. That was something. That was definitely that- speed dating. But now, did, hey, did it, it's my did first it, time. Did it, did, it, did it feel like there was any connection with any of them, or was it just like, okay, let's get this over with? Um, well, the last guy I actually became friends with, the first guy nice. I went to high school with, and hired him to do my landscaping and my mom's landscaping. Well, when you say landscaping, <laughs> you have to be very careful. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be Outdoors. Very careful. With that, with saying, oh, yeah, I hired him to do my landscaping. Uh, that's what she said. 
He's trimming my bushes. <laughs> he's trimming. He's just just taking a little off the edges. Just, just doing a little hedging. It's like going. Is he now? Is he doing real landscaping or is he doing what is? Is he is he coming over with a you know Brazilian shears? Well, this is true. Is it getting the Brazilian? You know, maybe. Uh, okay. It's been a long winter in Pennsylvania. You just need to take a little off the top. <laughs> Everything's dead in the winter in Pennsylvania. There's no need to steer. <laughs> in, the, in the spring, that's when it gets a little wild. Anyway, uh, things, we get, things, get a, things get a little out of control. Well, I think I think the... I think the whole manscaping and all that, I think that, I think that's very like indoctrinated into people in Southern California. I don't know if that's the case in other parts of the country. Honestly, uh, I'm, it's a I'm question. I'm going to plead that, the fifth on this conversation. <laughs> Next. <laughs> it's a, it's a question. It's a question. You can plead the fifth. It's a question that gets asked of me at certain points and you're just like, so what's the the manscaping situation here? And it's like Really? Oh, they, oh, what? Yeah. Wow. Even, even before you know you get there and it's like, oh yeah, it's 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 tidy. <laughs> it's like Eric TMI TMI, we have not I'm getting some visuals that I do not need right now. <laughs> Okay. Next. You know, it's like I'm not. I'm not going for the giant throw. Oh, oh my God. Okay, enough. Enough. I can't even. All right. Uh, next. Cushioning. Maria. Maria is gonna love this one. Oh. Yes. All yes, I have our, our... to say is the white cycling. <laughs> our, our, right, never mind. Next, well, all right, cushioning. Come on now, let's get here. Our, 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 our Latina friend uh, Maria. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the Latina Express. We love Maria. Cushioning. Cushioning. Okay. Uh, I, I can't read even read one? it. You got to read it. Okay. I'm, this I'm isn't still cushioning crying. the blow when letting someone else down. Instead, it's cushioning your fall. If your current relationship doesn't work out by keeping other potential partners <laughs> waiting in the wings. So most people consider it micro cheating because you're investing time and emotional energy, but you're keeping your plan B interested in you. <coughs> so, that's, I mean, that's actually kind of smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you never know. It's that's how you play the game, I guess. I mean, well, yeah, the, well, the the term micro cheating is definitely a term that has seemed to pop up a lot more here and there, and and it's it's when, well, we're gonna come we're gonna come up to this on the next term. So, all right, yeah, like when you D it's like at DTR. What, at what point do you define the relationship? Oh, dear Lord, wait, I have a good story about this. Please do um, define the relationship. This is when two people have a conversation about what the relationship has become. Are you a couple? Friends with benefits? Still casually seeing each other? So, I mean, married 27 years. Not in a hurry to get into a serious relationship. Of course. And, uh, yeah, so when you're out with somebody and they say, Hey, are you a couple? My response yeah, we're a couple of nuts. <laughs> dodge. Dodge the Define. I mean, why does that need to be a thing? Defining a relationship. I, I think that once you're you're going out <clears throat> with someone for I don't know, three, six months, I mean, I I think I personally think it's like if you're really interested and it's a serious relationship and you both consider it to be a serious relationship, I think you don't really necessarily have to define the relationship. It's already defined for you. I think 
defining the relationship in the early stages of going out, whether that's a week, a month, or three months, you know, people want to know where they stand. Oh, it's just awkward. Okay, so I have a question. It's it's, it's completely awkward. Oh, oh, I I had that all happen in the space of five days with someone where... Yeah, after yeah, our you first were saying date, that. Yeah, after our first date, he was like, okay, so, like, did, have you told your friends about me? Have you told your mother about me? I'm, like, going, like, All right, pump, so, pump, so, pump the brakes, Sally. It's like, what's going on here? <laughs> riddle me this, Batman. Um, sure. The, how, how do you feel about being 50-something and calling somebody your girlfriend? I think it's odd. I think it's odd too. Thank you very much. Because, because girlfriend, <clears throat> is a, I think girlfriend is a term that you use when you're twenty five, twenty or thirties, twenty or thirties. You know, and and you know, and, and it's weird because, like, do you do you introduce them as your partner? You know, because partnership, especially in California, means a lot of different things. You know, because there's there's some people who never get married, and they but they've been together for like 25 years. And then you you always ask those people like, well, why didn't you get married? And they're like, hey, it's working as mm. it is. We don't need a piece of paper to define what we have. Right. And most of the time, when you have a friend or a, a loved one who's in a relationship like that, where it's a partnership it's almost always their second marriage. Like they've been married and divorced. And then the second go around, they're like, Hey, I, you know, I'm with this person. They're with me. Um, I know a few people who've done that where they basically have both sold their homes and then bought one collectively. It's like, once you <laughs> buy real estate with someone in California, you're tied. You're yeah, tied you together. Are. All right. You know, we got about, like, that, we got about, 10 more minutes, Eric. So we should like mosey on and hit the, oh. the top ones of this. So I thought this next okay. one was super interesting. The ELO score. <clears throat> I had no I idea that that was a thing. So basically they either. score you, you get a rating and it looks like this is Tinder, but maybe it's other apps too. Um, but based on your behavior it says, for instance, if you believe in a, and behave in a manner the app dislikes, such as always swiping right on profiles. That would have been me. Rather than being more discerning or rarely responding to messages, you'll likely have a lower score. If your profile doesn't receive many swipes or likes, that will also generally lead to a low, lower overall rating. That's like, um, you know, getting your likes on social media. It's going to be uh, painful for <clears throat> for some your score yep. helps determine which users see your profile and when they see it. For instance, if you have a low reading and you live in a huge city like New York, your profile may not be shown to the most popular users. users. Oh, wow. To ensure your score is as high as possible, you want to look as desirable as possible. So no, no bathroom pictures. And nope. that's not all about looks use high quality clear photos write an engaging interesting tinder bio which is our next topic and make sure the app displays (laughs) your education level and occupation in other words make sure you appear like the good catch you are make sure to put these tinder tips and tricks to work for you so i mean that's kind of like what i was saying last week about me like your your profile right you yeah. You're marketing yourself. You're not going to put a moldy pop tart on the box. <laughs> I think I think it's it's kind of funny that that Tinder of all places is saying write an engaging and interesting bio. <clears throat> I'd say most bios on Tinder, or like when I was on that application years back, there was practically nothing written. And I, as for me, a man looking for, at women, there was definitely a high percentage of up top cleavage shots, <laughs> you know. And oh it's like, dear. Okay. Oh, the, like I said, the 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 up high cleavage shot is the equivalent to the uh, the shirtless selfie in the bathroom. Terrible. <clears throat> Terrible. Yeah. Well, it, 
as long, if, if guys out there are taking the shirtless selfie in the bathroom, just make sure Stop. there's nothing crazy. Just make sure there's nothing crazy <laughs> on the counter when you're taking the photo. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, especially if there's like, you know, well, you know, yeah, you definitely Whatever. don't. Make sure, make sure you clean the countertop off before you take the shirtless selfie. Okay, what so, what would what would be on the countertop, Eric? Uh, on mine, it's funny. I have, <laughs> I have, I have my toothbrush and toothpaste. I have uh, hand soap, and then <laughs> I actually keep I actually keep my chamois cream on the counter. Oh, there you go. Well, well as you're a cyclist, it might not yeah, be an like, issue though. Yeah, I want it. I want it ready and available. You know, when I, I go still, riding, I still don't know how that stuff works. But anyway, that's another topic. Freckling. Let's go right yeah, to well, freckling. Well, we passed we passed emojis, but honestly, if I ever I want to go back over emojis. It's like if I have someone who just emojis me to death, it, it, gets, it gets annoying. <laughs> it gets it gets kind of annoying, you know, and it's just oh, you know, it's I like, would agree. Like, but yeah, and it's no, like, God, it seems like no. there's an awful lot of effort being put into an emoji. Why don't you just tell me what you're thinking? Yes, but so. note that the eggplant and the peach are typically used as stand-ins for our naughty bits. <laughs> this is true, and I'm just letting you know that my my eggplant is well manicured. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! <laughs> oh, oh, all right. We're not freckling. Freckling. We're going on. We're moving on. This is the one I was yeah. thinking about. The opposite of cuffing season. It's when someone's only interested in a relationship during the warm summer months. That's called freckling. And that's, that's freckling. I've never, I've never Makes heard sense. Of that Friends with benefits. That's that's a that's an easy that's one. Kind right? of a. Friends with friends with benefits is always very interesting because uh, there there are there are a couple shows that I listen to and and, and uh, one in particular and it seems like someone is always calling about like oh I have this friend and we have friends with benefits and the thing is it's like if you're hooking <laughs> up all the time with someone one of the two is going to get emotionally charged and attached mm. because. You know, the act of sex with someone, especially if you start doing it on the regular, it's going to be like, oh, my God, the emotional, uh, emotional ties start to happen. And I think people who go into a friends with benefits type of situation who think that's not going to happen, they're lying to themselves. Mm. So, so yeah, this, this, this is a new one. Gender fluid. So. Mm. So if, I'm going to read it. So if you come across a profile and your potential match lists themselves as gender fluid, it means the gender that they identify shifts from day to day. One day they might identify as a woman, the next as a man. And the day after that, maybe neither. Okay, I no offense. Any, I have I, not encountered anyone who's gender fluid. I can't relate. No. Let's go. Well, let's go to the next one. Well, I we did. I did get the one from. Remember Mary? Mary was the. Remember that six foot five redhead with 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 crossed eyes. Oh. <laughs> oh was, my like they sent that, They sent that to me as a potential match, and I'm going. What in here is a potential match? I do not know. You know. It would be really funny if we could post uh, uh, pictures of some of our profile pictures that came across on on this somehow, but I don't think we can. Anyway, all right, ghosting. Everybody knows that. Yeah, one thing that one thing I I have to shamefully admit that I did do that once to to angry Tom (laughs) because. He pissed me off so bad. So angry Tom made Michelle angry. Angry Tom was ridiculous. I I told you what happened yes. with him, right? We went, we met at this park, and we 
I didn't realize how big it was. And he was at one end and I was at the complete opposite end. And I said, we'll, just, we'll walk towards the middle, we'll meet. We go back to a restaurant, which was near his car. And I have my dog with me. And um, it's like, I don't know, two o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday. And um, he's like, oh, well, how are you going to get back? And he goes, I guess I could give you a ride. So we're getting ready to, to leave. And he just lets me walk off. I'm like, oh, okay. Was I supposed to ask for another ride in that at that point? So I walk all, I mean, I ran. I ran with Daisy four miles back to my car. When we had that conversation earlier, I was, uh, I said to you, I go, well, that, that was kind of a tell. It's like, if someone lets you walk four miles back to your car, that's kind of a tell. Like, mm, they're kind of into their own stuff and they're not really thinking about you. you know, yeah, which, well, and which I is, mean, it was actually what, kind of getting dark, too. Of and course. I'm in the woods on a trail. Yeah. Anyway. Dark. So he goes, you're, I you're, got you're in the you're in the you're in the woods in a park. At least you have your dog and you have to walk 4 miles back to your car because the guy you just met for a date didn't go, "Hey, you want to ride back for Well, you, you said you. that you, you think that he didn't ask because you thought he was so OCD, OCD. about yeah. about the dog hair that he might not want any dog hair in his car. We're gonna we're gonna have a conversation on another on another call about angry Tom. <laughs> it's it's angry, too angry good. Angry Tom to, might get his own, might get his own his own uh, podcast. His own good. episode. Anyway, so I'm yeah. not proud of it, but I did ghost him. He did not deserve well, any I, more of my attention. I actually had an interesting one where I was accused of ghosting, and I went out with someone. We went out. We went out on one date. And then uh, it was just one of those things, like it just wasn't clicking, no chemistry. And the following day, I actually uh, called her and said, you know, I had a nice time last night, but I'm just, I'm just not feeling it. I just don't, I don't feel a connection. And, you know, I wish you the best of luck. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't send a text. I mean, I actually picked up the phone and called her and said, you know, I wish you luck. And, and about, Six or nine months later, I get this text from her and she goes, you ghosted me. And I'm like going and I'm looking at it. I'm going, who in the hell is this? And then so I had kept it and I was scrolling up to the messages and I realized, oh, it's that girl I went out with on one date. And I go and I and I texted her back. I go, no, I called you the next day and I said, hey, we're not clicking. What I realized is later, I think she had two Eric's in her phone and she sent the message to the wrong Eric. Oh. So she was ghosted by an Eric, just not this one. Gotcha. Gotcha. (laughs) It was just one of those things. So another one is an app called Happenin, H-A-P-P-N. Never heard of that. Never heard of that one either. It's a dating app that presents you with profiles of people you've been in close proximity to during your day, around 273 yards to be exact. So if you have, I wonder where they came up with that. If you have someone (laughs) stalking you in your bushes and they're less than two football fields away, you might find them unhappening. Like, hey, let's look. Hey, where's uh, where's Bill at today? Oh, shoot, he's in my bushes. Not good. <laughs> he's, he's in my bushes. Are you going there again? Anyway, all right. No, no not that one. Not, not, not that one. I've all right, I think we should happen. get. Let's do two more, yeah. and then we we should bust bust out, and we'll have to finish this one later. How about yeah, we'll, it? We'll we'll, we'll we'll do a part two. Uh, sometime later worth this it. week. So haunting, orbiting, and zombieing. Now I didn't know that this was an actual term, um, but I've actually had that happen to me. One of the things that happens when you start online dating is people want to attach themselves to your social, and I have an, 
you know, I have an Instagram account, a Twitter account, a Facebook account. I have a very unique first and last name. If you Google my name, you can find all my social media immediately because I'm the only Eric so-and-so in the United States of America. I'm one of one. Mm. So it's easy to find me. And so yeah, it's, it's always, it's always curious when, you know, you just start talking to someone and then you get that friend request and then you're kind of like going, well, I, I like them. Eh, it's like, so sometimes you might put it on, on the back burner for a little while. Eventually, okay, things seem to be going okay. You hit, you hit accept. And then say that person ghosts, ghosts you. So, so you get ghosted if that's bad enough. And the person that you're connected with just seems to have vanished from your life. That then out of nowhere, they start liking <laughs> your Facebook and Instagram photos. I've had that happen where someone that I was talking to six months ago, they friend requested me, you know, I have so many cycling and hiking friends. I, I can't go in and, and delete people like that. So I just let it ride and mm. I don't put anything salacious on any of my <clears throat> social media anyway. And the weird thing is when they start liking a bunch of photos in a row. And so this person that you haven't talked to in six months or a year, all of a sudden they are liking everything that you do and you haven't actually talked to them or even gotten a text from them. It's kind of creepy. I don't know if you've ever had someone, someone kind of pseudo stalk you on your social when you were possibly online dating. I don't, I don't think so. I can't, I can't say that that ever happened. Not that I recall. Yeah. Not that you recall. Not that I recall. Well, anyway. that's a good thing then. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, yeah it, well, it's, it's disconcerting on a, a bunch of different levels when you, when you allow someone who's not really an acquaintance or a friend kind of into your orbit. And then they just go on like a hit parade of like, 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 did I did, did I just give access to someone who's a little OCD or fatal they, attraction? Fatal attraction. <laughs> I mean, are they come they coming over? You know, are they lurking outside? Not not in the bushes. <laughs> not in the bushes. <laughs> get stopped with, like, oh. <laughs> with the bushes. With the bushes. Well, all right, well, all right. I think on that think, note, we need to end this. Yeah, well, let's finish let's, the last H. Let's so wrap up. The, I'll do the last okay. H. So the last okay. H is Hinge. So Hinge is a dating app that doesn't follow the usual right and left swipe formula. Instead, it finds you around 10 matches a day. You can comment or like tidbits of information displayed in each profile, such as the answer to a Hinge question or photo. If the other person likes you back or replies to the comment, you can exchange messages freely hinge markets itself as a relationship app so if you're serious about getting into one it's a good place to start read more about how hinge works this almost sounds like an ad for hinge yeah well guess what so it doesn't matter because if nobody's reading this article they're not going to know unless they actually do some investigating that that's what hinge is. Cause I know that that's like an up and coming thing. Um, that's gotten real popular lately, but I've never heard yeah. of it termed or coined as a relationship app. I would have just thought no, it was a dating I, app. Dating app. I mean, you know, the, the e-harmony and the things like that, that, that do cost a little bit more money. Those are the ones that I think are more, relationship oriented and to even say that match or zeus or okay cupid any of those are quote unquote relationship apps i think they're apps of what you want them to be because like on okay cupid which is one that i like a lot because you can write as much as you want and there's literally hundreds of questions you can answer and then you can see the people who more closely match the answers that you provided I think that's a little bit more 
of a, of a scientific method to connect people. I did date, go on a date with one person who was like a 99% match. And I mean, if you read the profile, if I read her profile, I'd be like, wow, this, this person is going to be a fantastic match for me. And then we met in person and it was like, no chemistry, like zero. And it was just like, okay, that was a strikeout. You know, so I don't think you really know. I don't think you really know if someone is a match, you know, for a quote unquote long-term or short-term relationship until you actually pick up the phone and call them and then actually meet them in person face-to-face. The face-to-face meeting is, is, I think, what determines everything. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed? Agreed. I think uh, I'm going to leave this. Michelle is going to leave us because she needs to drink her tea. And uh, and I'm going to leave this open for a few minutes. If anyone out there in the wisdom community would like to, you know, just have a short conversation and chime in, I welcome them. So are you going to say goodbye, Michelle? Peace out. Goodbye, Michelle. Peace out, Michelle. Bye, Michelle. (laughs) Good night. Good night. I'd like to thank everyone who's joined us for this last almost hour on the wisdom community. I see that I'm looking at the different listeners that we have out there, and we definitely have quite a few new people to our podcast. We're just starting out, so a little bit about us, the he, what he said, she said podcast is kind of putting a different flavor on the dating podcasts that are for 40s, 50s, and 60-year-olds. What I noticed is when I went out there and, and did a little bit of looking to see who is doing podcasts for people in that age demographic. What I noticed mostly is that the people who are doing podcasts were mostly women. And a lot of times they were three women drinking wine and telling horror stories only. Uh, we're going to try to keep it fun and light, and but we're also going to try to be informative. And so If you're new to online dating, like many are, I think a lot of people kind of hunkered down uh, during COVID and, you know, they're just now jumping into the online dating uh, community. Sometimes it's people are either widowed or divorced or separated and they're jumping in. And, you know, like Michelle, Michelle was dated, I think she said for 26 years. And it's like, you know, dating 26 years ago versus today, it's a completely different landscape. There are just uh, so many different uh, online apps and websites that we can utilize and which ones are better than the most. And, you know, we, Michelle and I have fortunately tried uh, quite a few different ones. And so we can give our opinion. And you know, again, it's just our opinion. And hopefully that can give you some information and guide you to something that might be, you know, fruitful for you to have a relationship somewhere down the line. Uh, Doesn't look like anyone is jumping on, but we look forward to having part two of this podcast sometime later this week. And we wish everyone out there in the wisdom community a good night. We thank all our podcast listeners for joining us for episode three, which was online dating terms. That was part one. Episode four will have part two, the continuation. And we want to thank the wisdom community, specifically the wisdom application, which is now available on iPhone and Android devices. And now a word from our sponsor. When manscaping, you have to use the right tools for the job. And trust me, your boys will thank you. I've actually been using Manscaped for months already. I own a couple of their products like the Lawnmower 2.0 and their Jingleberry deodorant. Manscaped was kind enough to send me their Perfect Package 3.0 kit, which includes their new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, along with other liquid formulation to keep your boys fresh and happy. Their Lawnmower 3.0 is the only water resistant trimmer made with skin safe technology, helping you avoid the absolute suffering that comes from common grooming accidents. 
It even has its own charging dock for convenience and ease of use with a battery that lasts up to 90 minutes on a single charge. The package also includes their crop preserver, boys deodorant, and crop reviver ball toner, which I know sounds absolutely hilarious, but trust me, it works. I bought it myself. Find all this info at manscaped.com to keep your boys trimmed and happy and your gal pal smiling. 